Welcome to the Winter Circle Podcast, where we center around entrepreneurship and community outreach. We interview a variety of creatives, small business owners, and entrepreneurs that are sharing love in our community. Make sure you guys subscribe and also leave a like or a comment. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share to the world, or just think it'll be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listen to all major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and much more within minutes of you finishing recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their messages out to the world. Let's create something great together. If you sign up today, click the link in the show notes, and you'll also receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. The presence of the wine is here. All right. Hammond. What's happening? So, back. Culture Flash. What is this? 12? Golly gee whiz. I actually don't even know what number this is. But last episode was my solo episode. And today I am back with my favorite guest. I'm here with Dominique. It's me. It's Dominique. Hi, Ann. What's happening? What's happening, dog? What's happening? What's new? What you been listening to? Music wise? Yes. Mm. Um, Normani's new song Wild Side is my favorite song at the moment. Like that. Uh, it, the video was amazing. I'm still trying to learn. Oh, was that the one with Cardi? Oh, I don't know. She there was a video for it. Just dropped it. Like, I don't even think the song's been out for a full two weeks yet, but that joint. Was there a video for it? Baby. Yes. Yes. Somebody said they should have put Kendrick on it. I know what song you're talking about. What? The instrumentation on it was so loud. I was like, I can't the even hear The instrumentation is an Aaliyah sample of. Yeah. yeah. It's loud. This is so beyond. Okay. I'm glad you like the song. I'm glad you like the song. Yes, I love that song. And Doja Cat. Of course. Oh wow, Doja Cat actually Doja really Cat. fits into our theme, our narrative. Oh today. God, unfortunately, she really does in the wrong way. Um, <laughs> I like to send a huge shout out to Xavier Rashad's um, let, uh, "The House Is Burning." I'm gonna say "Let the Sun Talk." I got Mobby on my mind. Wow, "Let the Sun Talk" album because that what the house is burning. <laughs> That's what I've been listening to. Super duper 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 heavy. Oh, okay, so should we just start this over? <laughs> well, no, it's fine. We're good. So today. We had some words on our mind. Mm. Lately, I think I've just been freestyling these. Just like, usually I do an outline. I sweat about having some type of uh, rhyme and reason. Yeah, mm. some structure, which I'm not good at anyway. So, we are kind of going to freestyle this episode too. I find that there's a certain fluidity of thought when you're able to do that. And who doesn't love doing that among the homemakers? Right. And I'm going to shardy. I think there's a little bit of structure that we can, we can give a very brief backstory as to how we got here. Oh, absolutely. All right. So the basis for today's segment of Culture Flash brought to you by the Winter Circle Podcast and Outreach. Shout out to the team, the gang, the boys. You already know what it is. Oh, speaking of which, before we get into it, super duper huge shout out to the homies my winter circle homies the people who i podcast with our family 
who have just we've just closed on a house in Atlanta. It is our podcast house. It's the Winter Circle Podcast House. Shout out to them. Additionally, at the end of this segment, I'm going to have some other announcements regarding some other things that we have going on right now. But until then, just big love, much love. Please come and visit us in Atlanta. We're going to be making some trips very soon. Um, Big things are going on. Shout out to Calvin, Lassana, and Carl. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to us and all the big things that are to come and that have already come for us. Anyway, so how did we get here? What are we talking about and how did we get here? Oh, my God. So today we are talking about colorism. Fun. The one drop rule is alive and well. It very much still exists. Sick. Basically, guys, what had happened was um, my YouTube feed gives me a whole lot of different things because I'd be looking at a whole lot of different shit. And I can't remember her name right now, so I'm not going to say it. But basically, there was a, a young black woman on my feed who was talking about colorism amongst celebrities and... Um, musicians specifically and just how selective they are with their blackness if you will mm. which is how we got here today which is why doja cat i love you so much um but she mentioned. has been one of the perpetuators of colorism in hip-hop music or at least has been accused of being accused yeah i don't know how much i want to speak on her specifically only because if you're a a serious doja cat fan like i am um her father is uh african not of African like descent, or but like actual African. Yes, nothing about Barack Obama. He's Today's actually, his birthday. Oh wow, my birthday's tomorrow. That's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. No, her father is some type of Nigerian or a Nollywood movie star, if you will. Her mother is Caucasian. So even though her skin tone fits into what we're speaking on today, I feel like her actual, I guess background or ethnicity kind of excludes Your background has very little it doesn't exclude her. It it has everything to do with behavior. Colorism Mm. to be colorist is to be an active like somebody who in their behavior perpetuates let's visit that um, definition of colorism that that we found. Let's talk about the definition. What is the definition of colorism? The definition says according to Webster a practice of discrimination by which those with lighter skin are treated more favorably than those with darker skin. Okay. So, if we're going by definition, I guess I would say that Doja Cat benefits from colorism. Absolutely. But is she herself a colorist or someone who exhibits colorism in her her everyday life. I guess you would have to I tell guess me I because I say, truly do not pay that much attention to her. I would say no. Yes and no. It's hard to, because this is her second, I think, actual album. And I will say that the N word is probably sprinkled all up and through there. Um, it was definitely sprinkled all up and through Hot Pink, but I also was listening to her music before Streets hit TikTok and before 
Say So was like everybody's little anthem and stuff. And I can definitely see the Caucasian background shining through her music, her style, and just the way that she, I guess, shows herself in general. So it's a 50-50 on Doja Cat. Um, However, some of y'all, some of y'all, it ain't 50-50. It's just straight up 100%. Oh, Freaking sad. Okay, so there's the definition of colorism. I'm going to read this inverse definition that's mm-hmm. on Oxford via Google. Yeah. So yours touched on light skin privilege, while this definition is the noun of colorism is prejudice or the wow. fucking fuck. This definition goes, this definition goes, prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. I would also like to read the definition or the the way they use it in context. Mm -hmm. Quote, colorism within the black community has been a serious emotional and psychological battle. Amen. End quote. So, we're talking about colorism um, in the context primarily of what I was, what I got from the video that you mentioned and and what we watched Mm -hmm. was one, colorism in hip-hop and the way that people will gatekeep blackness and use it to their advantage right and then drop it off when they don't need it anymore correct uh additionally i will play devil's i'm not gonna call it devil's advocate i'm not gonna call it devil's advocate i'm going to acknowledge too on the other end the way that anybody um of any skin tone and the ways that I found people will try to gatekeep blackness altogether, and a few things that I mentioned to you in the conversation that we had, yeah, included the young lady on the YouTube video who made a, in my opinion, because I think you would thought otherwise, made a point to say that blackness, as far as visibility, is to say that your skin is this color and your hair texture is this, yeah. which I really, really, really don't like. Texturism in itself mm-hmm. is another way that people will use blackness either to their advantage or against you. Right. So when she mentioned that, it kind of brought me back to a realization I've had over the years that's like, oh, one of the biggest things that we've celebrated is the fact that there is this massive diversity in blackness in that we can look basically any goddamn way. Yeah. But then you have the ethnicity police (laughs) <laughs> who come and wow. will say well you don't fit this mold you don't fit this blueprint show me that you're black show me how you're black show right. me what makes you black um, prove it to me that you are black and I have conflicts with that yeah and this is where me and you started to take a little bit of opposite sides of the fence um I guess my issue is if you are not visibly black but you want to claim blackness for your benefit however when the black starts to become oppressed you are nowhere to be found I think that's my issue like if you're going to let's just say you are the fairest of fair skinned of black people you you know back in the days could have passed for white you definitely supersede the brown paper bag test like you're just super duper freaking yellow light skin whatever you want to call it if you want to claim you're black 
to be able to go to the freak Nick parties and be able to, you know, rap the hip hop lyrics and here we go again with saying the N word and just all that kind of stuff. Be with us when black people were getting tested on with freaking diseases. Syphilis, exactly. Be with us when black people were fighting for basic civil rights. Be with us through all of those oppressive movements as well. Don't just be with us when it's fun. You know how when you're young and your mom tells you you only want to be an adult when it's fun for you? Mm -hmm. That's very much what they're giving but with blackness. Mm -hmm. And I agree. I don't disagree with that point. But I do still have a form about somebody being visibly black mm-hmm. and at what point and I think we talked about this too at what point and to who and how do I prove that to you um, if I'm not visibly black right mm-hmm. whatever visibly black is right if I am not that for example we have the same we have very similar circumstances my mom is very light much lighter than me three four shades lighter than me mm-hmm. my her mother is three four shades darker than me Right. But my mother has no, there is no ethnic discrepancy in her family that would indicate that she is any type of white or even native. Right. She's just real light. Right. I'm sure maybe down the line, but not as far as we can reach. Um, so that's to say, okay, so then you put yourself in those, in those circumstances and you're like, well, how do I prove other than me sitting here being black as night that <laughs> my child is black you know what I'm saying Yeah. and then again the other thing is I guess because we live in such an internet age culture it's like well who do I have to prove this to I gotta go get on Twitter and prove it to somebody and and then you have people like you talking about Janae Aiko I'm not yes. taking no, no DNA crap I'm sure she did it on her own accord I know she did I'm just saying in general Mm-hmm. Those are, that's it's too much holes in that. I'm not doing. Yeah. That. Okay. So first of all, we don't. We. This is our personal opinion. Nobody listening has to, you know, take this one. We. Our opinions not, also do not reflect the opinions of the Winner Circle Podcast and Outreach. Amen. Um, we do not personally subscribe to Ancestry.com, Twenty Me, all those things. They just seem a bit fluke. It's too much holes me, in it. Too many. Too many holes. Um. However. People, some people don't even know their last name. They can't even trace their own last names further enough back. They can't even Not trace. You know what I'm saying? So how am I going to depend on you? Like my dad went to Ghana and did that the black ancestry thing. It's like a, a woman who runs her own, like a, a black version of that, mm-hmm. and traced our ancestry back to um, this island off the coast of Cameroon called the Bioko Islands. But even from a black company, I'm like, well, how do I still like? How do you? Like genuinely trace that lineage. Now, and, and again, to say not everybody who's black come, has slave lineage. I won't say that they did, but like, with what level of confidence and what scientific um, tools <laughs> yeah, and methods do you really have to do that? I don't know, and that's why we don't subscribe to it. But yeah. what I will say is to bring up the point of Janaeiko. So Janaeiko, as we all know, visibly looks Asian. However, we have allowed her with saying the N-word. She has a black um, 
boyfriend? man as her fa- child's father, a black boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Currently, her, her child, I guess, would be considered half black. And there was a point in time where she used to use the N word in her music. Oh, she doesn't anymore? She does not anymore. Really? And she was actually asked about this in an interview. Please don't ask me who the interview was with. I don't know. What? She doesn't use the no. black word? And the her, black word. The black word. She that's what we need to call word it. Anymore? No. Um, her rationale was basically that, you know, people who are near and dear to her heart whether it had been her fans or people in her close personal life i'm not sure but the point is people of meaning to her pretty much found it offensive and she took heed to that and decided that you know if they're offended and i ain't trying to offend them and these are people who i hold near and dear to my heart then i'm just not gonna say it mm-hmm. and i wish more people would just take that road and go with it but she did post her ancestry.com results on her twitter i believe and she was literally 33% Asian, 33% white, 33% black. Which, if you add that all up, for, you know, our non-mathematicians out there, is 99%. Um, Just for anybody who doesn't like 3 plus 3 plus 3. <laughs> yes. You know. It is 99%. Um, so she's not half black. She's literally mixed. She's of multi-races. And unless she's going to walk around with her ancestry and me you know, results in her back pocket every day, I don't know how she would prove her blackness. If she decided that she wanted to lean more toward her black roots than her Asian or whatever, I genuinely don't know how she would prove that she deserves to be in that circle other than carrying that piece of paper around. And to to extend that point, it's also a problem when you are a mixed race and you do have some black in you, but you only lean toward your blackness. We don't, and this is what how, happened with I mean, Sweetie. How do you do this correctly? That's my whole thing. Um, what is the correct way to be black? This is an actual <laughs> whole question. No, I, I'm dead ass too. I'm it's not even question. that it's the correct way to be black. The problem is, say I am. Well, I am. I mean, we just talked about this. So I have some Native American blood in me. Granted, I don't know anybody from that side of my family. I've never met this person, barely seen a picture of them. Don't know how much of a percentage of my blood is Native American. But yet and still, I am. Um, In my case, would I ever jump out here and try to claim, oh, I'm black and Native American? No, I don't know nothing about it. Would I jump out here and try to celebrate that part of my heritage? or my lineage no i i can't i don't know shit about it i wasn't raised that way i respect it but would i walk around here you know trying to wear traditional native american like garb garb and stuff absolutely not um but if you were raised that way and this is where we came with sweetie her mother is you know chinese and filipino her father is black but we primarily hear her speak about her mother however we primarily see her expressing her blackness we don't ever see her do anything chinese or filipino looking in her lifetime i think that's the funny thing too about just racial ambiguity all in all they Mm -hmm. get the luxury i think that's what a lot of people the conflict a lot of people have is they get the luxury of choosing when they want to get when they want to be black like we were just talking about they get the luxury of choosing um which then translates like oh so you like the way hip-hop culture which is steeped and intersectioned with blackness and and Mm -hmm. and african-american culture culture. Mm -hmm. um you like the way that that looks and you like 
and my and my my thing be oh you like the you like what that can do for you, right? Yeah. The aesthetics. Um, you like the aesthetics. You think, oh, maybe pop culture doesn't suit you as well. Maybe you've been listening to it for a long time. Black culture and- is pop culture at this point. Oh, okay. Well, I think what I mean more. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Um, I think I mean more like Taylor Swift's pop. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, but you see how that that also that we created that shit. Yeah. So to be quite honest, you can fit into any space that you want, but I think there's a certain level of exclusivity to hip hop because one, it's yeah, new. It does. It's still relatively new. Hip hop is just over 50 years old. Right. As a genre. Right. And as, not as a culture, of course. Mm, yeah. Maybe so much as a culture as well, but definitely as a genre. And people are now choosing how and when they want to be a part of that mm-hmm. but like hip-hop was saving niggas lives yeah hip-hop was a cry for help and in every single way we talked about this too there was a period of time where no other race wanted to touch hip-hop yep it was a strictly black thing so this is what i mean when i say you want to jump into blackness when it suits you and that is the problem that everybody has you're absolutely right you want to use blackness to your benefit knowing that you have enough ambiguity where you can jump out at any time Mm -hmm. and whenever you're ready to use your other parts of your lineage for its privilege you're using every little part of your bloodline for its privilege Mm -hmm. bottom line the blackness the whiteness the asianness the whateverness you have in you is all being used to your benefit we don't get the benefit we don't get to pick and choose when we feel like being black when we feel like being oppressed when we feel like being racially discriminated Mm -hmm. just like how me and my group only was profiled the other day when we was in new york homie was driving a taxi we was trying to cop a taxi and it was us against this suited up crisp clean white man with some luggage oh joy and homie saw us we flagged that cab down he stopped for us saw the other guy my whole thing was that this white man had the nerve to flag down the taxi cab that we were about to get into so that was my first problem Mm -hmm. beyond that then the taxi cab proceeded to appease his foolishness and pick him up and we asked them hey like we flag are you gonna can we uh, can we get in the car and he was like no oh wow wow and it's just so funny because i mean like especially in groups you can profile so heavily you can't you can't hide that no you can't i think in a group of niggas the way we was a group of niggas the way we was gang shit (laughs) the way we were we didn't stand a chance but we can talk all day about this shit unfortunately i only had 25 minutes for college of flash we're gonna have to two-peat this i would like to end this segment by um shouting out our upcoming fundraiser it is an all-black affair it's going to be on september 3rd between the hours of 8 and 12 8 p.m and 12 a.m the address for that is 4745 ashford dunwoody road dunwoody georgia um it's going to be an open bar all night tickets are 40 dollars that includes two drinks and food this fundraiser is going to be um, helping to fund outreach events such as school supply drives, home um, people who suffer from um, being unhoused, support for those people, and uh, we are in the business of beginning financial literacy expos. So 
give to us so that we can give back to you. We all work together. Um, together we go further. So shout out to that event. Please visit us at WCPOLLC on Instagram and Twitter for more information on that event um, where you can register and pay for your ticket to be a part of this fantastic fundraiser. We would love to see your faces there. Um, and that is all we have for Culture Flash today featuring me and Dominique. Dominique. And shout out to me, it's my birthday tomorrow. Yeah, big Leo season. Big Leo energy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, shout out to Shorty, so her birthday's tomorrow. Shout out to my girl. Um, that's all we have. Thank you for tuning in to another segment of Culture Flash. Thank you for so much support. We are just seeing the numbers on the board constantly. We are charting on Apple Podcasts, which is Exceptional. Amazing. And thank you guys for having me back, by the way, because yeah. I love it here. We got uh, big things like one. Big, big things, things coming. Big things. Big, things coming. big things coming. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys Bye. next week. Tune in for the Culture Slash newsletter a week from Monday. Bye bye now. What if I told you you get all your groceries delivered right at your door? You know how much time you will save? You can spend that time doing what you love with the people that you love. With Instacart, they give you unlimited delivery of groceries for one low cost a month. And if you're anything like me, I always forget that one ingredient that I need for that special recipe. But with Instacart, they deliver those essential ingredients to your door within one hour. You can shop at multiple stores, see local deals, and Instacart will make sure things are handpicked that best fit you and your preferences. That means no bad potatoes, no bad eggs, and no smelly cheeses. To start your 14-day trial, click the link in the show notes, and this lets Instacart know that we sent you, and it also supports the show.